Today's podcast is a little bit of a different take on what is the scope of your career. And the reason we want to take a look at this is so that you can understand what is really at stake or what is going to be affected when I make a career change to business analysis. And what things do I need to consider in order to make that change effectively? Join us and listen in because you don't want to miss this episode. I know there are going to be components of the scope of our careers that you never thought of before. Good day, good evening, and good morning, wherever you may be. And this is the Biz Analyst Moment with Adam Hessler from Being a Biz Analyst. And welcome. Now let's dive into those moments. Just quickly about the Business Analyst Blueprint. The links for the both the free training and the blueprint will be coming down at the end of this week, as or even sooner actually, because Wednesday is the last day to be able to take advantage. Have a great day. Hello folks, this is Adam from Being a Biz Analyst. And I'm sort of on the move, but don't really want to be doing anything else. But I kind of need to optimize this time. As I walk back home. So I figured what better time you know what? So I figured what better time than to record the next episode of the podcast. So as I said in the introduction, or at least applied to it, what we're talking about this week on the topic of lead with soft skills, not hard skills, is the concept that Our careers are not as well-defined as we all think they are. I think a lot of us fall into this trap, and I do too, where we believe our career begins and ends from 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, as far as our position is concerned. The reality is that's a very narrow focus or a very narrow perspective on what your career actually is and what you might call your career scope. So your career scope, of course, yes, of course, it includes your position at work, but it's broader than that. And it's more dynamic than that. It's more dynamic than just moving from one position to the next. It's more dynamic than what you learn or do from day to day. It includes things like, what are you learning outside of work that might include things that actually directly impact or relate to what you do on a day to day basis. But it might have nothing to do with what you do on a day to day basis. So there's this I guess, theme that's come up, at least for HR people, that productivity can actually increase by employees 
if they're doing something outside of work just simply for the joy of it. And the reason behind this, or at least yeah, at least what has been stated, is that if you're doing something or spending time doing something that you really enjoy as a part of your week, and ideally the company you work for is paying for that training or skill set or whatever it is, that you feel more motivated to want to actually keep coming back to do your daily work at the company that you work for. So there's learning and it can be structured or it could be unstructured. Maybe it's just having fun doing, you know, playing around with a guitar even though you're not necessarily getting formal lessons. Now, what else does it include? Well, for a lot of us, especially when we're making career changes, we need to get experience. And often, we can't get this experience within our current position. So this is that common chicken and egg problem that we were talking about a little while ago. And you can go back in the episodes, I believe it was last week's episodes, when we, and is it right there in the title, Chicken and Egg Problem. So you can go back and listen to that if you want to know more about it. But we all deal with this chicken and egg problem when we first start out. And so that means that there's also stuff that we're doing outside of work to help improve our careers. And maybe it's that we're trying to level up our resume. Or maybe, you know, you're just going out and you're volunteering just for the sake of getting more of that, what, what's called SME knowledge, or subject matter expert, or expertise. Because Sometimes just becoming more familiar in the industry or with the techniques, practices can be extremely valuable both to the company that you currently work at as well as for the company that you might work at later on once you finally, once you, sorry I didn't mean to say finally, <laughs> um, once you actually make that career change. So we've covered learning, our current positions, the different positions that we have over the course of our whole life, as well as maybe positions or roles that we take on outside of work and experience that we're getting outside of work, fun that we're having outside of work that helps us be better when we're at work. And then there's the work-life balance. So oddly enough, this is actually a part of your career. How are you balancing work with the rest of your life? Do you make time for things outside of work? Whether that's family time 
or maybe it is learning, or maybe it's, you know, coaching a baseball team, or anything else. Being a part of a band, a club, or organization. Maybe picking up another skill or so, like public speaking. All of these things contribute to your career. Now, how can I say that so confidently? Well, I can say it so confidently because everything that you do in the 24 hours that you have, that we all have, contributes and impacts how you work in that slot of eight, you know, maybe 10 hours more if you know you're an entrepreneur or maybe you're just what's now called an intrapreneur which means that you have a little bit more of a autonomy over your role at a company and you're able to actually experiment you might be working a little bit more hours than the normal nine to five or eight to four or whatever but everything that you do and don't do impacts how you work during those hours that you are at that company or that you are doing um, fulfilling those responsibilities that you have and thus everything around it is also part of your career which brings me to one final point your family they are also a part of your career now some of the best companies in the world will actually thank the families of their employees at big parties, end of year celebrations, big project celebrations. And the reason they do that is because they know those people had to sacrifice for the sake of making sure that that project got done. Making sure that the, all the work got done that needed to get done. So the next time you think, oh, my career just goes from 9 to 5 Monday to Friday, think again. This has been another Biz Analyst Moment. Thanks very much for joining me. Have an amazing day. Biz Analyst Potential to Biz Analyst Career. Thank you for joining me, Adam Hessler, from Being a Biz Analyst for another Biz Analyst Moment. I hope you enjoyed today's moment. I know I did. These are the moments of our careers. Hi, folks, and welcome to this episode. So just a little bit of a plug, my friend Laura Brandenburg at Bridging the Gap is offering us up free training on process analysis and process improvement. And she's doing this for the rest of August and most of September as a part of her launch of what's called the Business Analyst Blueprint. And so the Business Analyst Blueprint allows you to understand how does a BA really work effectively within 
a project or initiative environment. Now, this is not just if you're just starting out as a BA, because I think what we miss as we get higher up is we start to forget about the fundamentals of being a business analyst. And so she's had lots of senior BAs as well as intermediate BAs go through this because what you get is instructor feedback on the actual projects that you're doing where you're learning how to effectively use the techniques that she's presenting in the course. So the techniques that she presents are wireframes and use cases, which are great for understanding the communication between a user and a system. Data modeling. So there's a bunch of different techniques that she teaches within the scope of data modeling, where you're really looking at how does data move between systems or how do we get it from one system to another, which are huge, huge projects. So for example, if somebody's put implementing new software is a great example of that. Or if you're trying to cre either create or use an API to connect two different softwares. She also teaches what's called mastering business analysis, which is an overview look of what is the actual value of a BA and how do they actually execute on that value in any initiative or project. Lastly, she dives into process analysis and process improvement. And the actual free training that's being offered over the course of the next month or so actually looks at helping you understand the not only importance of process mapping, process improvement, process analysis, but actually how to do that really effectively. And then she dives into that in even more in depth in the actual course. During the course, which I've actually taken a lot of these courses, I've never done the actual whole blueprint, but I hear it's way better than just doing the individual courses. You actually work through the full, um, I guess you call it gauntlet really of all these different techniques for a single project that either you just sort of made up or that you're working on within your actual position right now. And you get to get instructor feedback on the documents that you've produced and how effective are they actually at communicating with stakeholders and how can you improve on how you're executing on those types of techniques right now, which is so, so key because the number one thing that a lot of BAs complain about is that they're not able to actually get that kind of feedback from other BAs on their work. And a lot of people within the company that they work in are not BAs, so they don't know how to give them feedback on their actual work. A lot of BAs work within a company and they are the only BA in that company. So this is a great opportunity to be able to get that um, objective feedback from an instructor who is a senior BA in the community, internationally known, and be able to understand how you can improve 
based on where you're at right now. So that's the business analyst blueprint. Look for that link within the episode notes. Thanks very much and have an amazing day.